1: All right, guys, welcome back to Fanatics here on 1460 KXNO. A little World Series uh, preview coming up after this. Uh, Coach Campbell's with me. Uh, you got a World Series pick? Um, have you even watched baseball, your Indians or not? And uh, do do you even know? <laughs> no. I guess it's the Nationals and the Astros going at it tonight. Wait, we got a prediction. Honestly, if you would ask me the, that question, I would have been really embarrassed because I couldn't even <laughs> answer who was playing in the World Series. So you know, once the Indians were out, I was checked out. Yeah, no, I, I kind of figured. I kind of figured that was the case with you. Well, good win in in Lubbock. You get up twenty to nothing, and uh, okay. So I've been wondering about this. When you get up – when you get, like, a three-possession lead in football, is it somewhat natural as a play caller on either side to quit pressing in the sense that, like, you don't need to blitz as much on defense? I don't know. Like, I I just – I've noticed this in football over the years, Coach, that oftentimes when, when somebody gets up, let's say, three scores, we saw this against TCU and you guys, it, There's a you're not letting up, but you, you maybe don't need to bring it. And at that exact same point, the opposition will start to press, and sometimes it can allow a little bit of a comeback. Is, is that is that a real thing, or am I just sitting in my basement with my, no. <laughs> you know, with my cold beer and, and my imagining things no I, I think you're right
0: on you know I, I think and not to say your game plan changes but I think the flow of the game changes yeah and I think you have to <clears throat> the objective is to win the game and I think you know what you have to be is cognizant of what the situation looks like and feels like and you know you even talk about our game on Saturday you know defensively I think the game plan kind of goes out the window up 20 to nothing yeah. to say hey listen like want to protect this lead we want to make them earn the right to go down the field we don't want to give up the big play and I think you saw our defense kind of change that mentality a little bit I think offensively you know you're obviously I don't think we ever quit not being aggressive in the game but I think what your thoughts process is your you, the ball is your friend now yeah and, exactly and so I think there is a mentality of of how the flow of any game does and it's the same thing you know when it's close or you're down that you know what are you going to do to try to win the football game and so I think you're always kind of trying to think that way. And, you know, I, I think the positive for us is even though the flow of the game changed a couple of times throughout the game, we were always able to adapt. And, you know, I thought, you know, our defense's ability after the, you know, the interception to, to hold them and, and not get any points off of that that drive was really huge. And then our offense's ability twice to respond to scoring drives, you know, both in the third quarter with Brees' big run and then in the fourth quarter after the defense stopped them and, you know, the offense... Tariq had the great catch from Brock and obviously Brees had a great run to kind of put kind of put it away I thought those were huge responses and really great growth from our football team
1: that you know Really, I haven't seen here in a while Well, and I also I even like just the first play or the first drive of the game you guys I don't know what you were averaging per play, but it was insane that drive you go down you have a penalty Miss a field goal and I remember just feeling to myself like oh boy, you know Clones should be up 7-0. This is an opportunity for tech to completely flip this thing and you guys just bounced right back. I mean, it was 20-0. It could have been 28, really easily. Is that does your team do that last year? I guess on the road.
0: Yeah, you know, I think one thing we talked about even this year, you know, where we haven't got off to great starts on the road, and you know, I think that's a sign of number one maturity. I think in number two, um, you know, we, we addressed and talked about it. And if you, you look back at the West Virginia game, you look back at the Baylor game, you know, we we didn't get off to a great start. And you know, when you play good teams that That's got a chance to cost you, and it did to us early in the season. And so, you know, I I give our kids credit. I give obviously both sides of the ball, you know, Coach Manning and Coach Haycock, a lot of credit, too. I think both had great, aggressive game plans early. And we knew, you know, against a team that had traditionally in Texas Tech, I want to say it was 75 to 6 was their first quarter scoring in their favor, that we knew we had to get
1: off to a great start in that football game. We haven't talked much about it yet, but looking ahead to Saturday. I'm sorry. I think this is a little bit of a trap game. Not necessarily for your team. I'm not saying you guys will take it lightly. But I do think there's an ability here for a fan to go, oh, we're cruising now. And you look at Oklahoma State, and they've lost a few games in a row. But it's simply a deal. And you've said it a couple times this week. You can't really judge a team just necessarily by record alone. If you start to peel back what they've done, there's a lot of little fluky type deals in there. And they're moving the ball. I mean, I I, I think that – Gundy and Sanders and Huber. I I, I don't know, Coach. I just think that it's a really... Interesting football team that'll be in here on Saturday. That's going to come after you guys. Yeah. Well, I, I would hope our, our fan base is, is
0: um, you know, wouldn't be naive to the fact that this is one of the best teams in the Big 12 right now. And you know, I, I think for us, we know what's coming in here, and, and you're getting right now top two offenses in the Big 12. You're getting probably one of the best running back, if not the best running back in college football right now. One of the best, if not the best wide receiver in college football right now. And maybe the best young quarterback in college football coming in here and you know you're getting a defense that's got a lot of veteran guys on it and really it's a it's a group that's kind of had a couple bounces go the opposite yeah. way if not you're talking about 6-1 and or 7-0 and right now football team coming in here and so um, it's a team that's fighting for everything it, it wants to stay in the race it wants to stay alive and um, you know we'll get their best shot for sure we're just kind of like we've gotten everybody's best shot and for us I think it goes back to man this is our seventh game in a um, our ability to kind of get back to being the best version of us, you know, I, I think you left Texas Tech saying we did some really good things, but also there were some things we left out there, and you know, fundamentally and detail-wise, we'll need to be our best in the best we played all season to be able to compete and beat this football
1: team. Does it help too, like if I'm if I'm Mike Gundy and I'm, I'm mentoring Spencer Sanders and, and they just get done playing Baylor? Um, we made a lot of it a couple weeks ago, but Baylor's playing similar defense to you. There's there are some differences, but then, like, does it does it help a kid like that who is kind of going through this for the first time to? Okay, he got a taste of it with Baylor. Still was productive. Now he did have turnovers, but he still was productive. I mean, is that a is that a thing that maybe? scouting it two weeks in a row he should be better against you guys?
0: Well I think if you just even think about how you set up your scout teams and your look teams yeah, on Tuesday yeah. and Wednesday and um, you know I think as the quarterback so much is about vision and movement keys and knowing where those movement keys look and fit I, I think it's a huge advantage and, and certainly you know for any quarterback especially a young quarterback I think it really allows that young man to feel confident
1: about at least what he's coming into from a structure standpoint as he comes into the game. I um, um, f- finally and this is where i just would i would give anything to be in your guys's film rooms and stuff on on sunday i just i've, I've really enjoyed watching your offensive line i mean they're just getting pushed it looks good jones um this the, you know coming back into the game with the ankle deal on saturday i don't even know how do you guys one i guess it's a two-part question do you give out grades because we always hear coaches talk about grading out and whatnot and two like i'm just curious where this group is at. if you were giving out grades compared to not only last year but even after the uni game because it it just looks it looks like everything's clicking with that group and they've they've taken the brunt of some criticism over the years i think it's just fair to pat them on the back when things are going well, too. Yeah, you know, we, we obviously definitely do. We grade out our kids whether it's practice or
0: every game we do. And, you know, this offensive line is graded out in a really positive way over the last couple weeks. But uh, again, I think to me great offensive line play is knowing that that line's going to be there with great consistency through the entirety of the year. Yeah. And, you know, they've done a great job and some great moments for this team. But, you know, I think their, their best is still yet to come. Which is really exciting, and, and I think for them the pride of saying, man, maybe we are the group that's got a chance to kind of rechange the thought process of what o- offensive line football looks like at Iowa State, which is really big, and you know, a lot of credit's got to go to Coach Myers, a young coach who you know has played the position himself for us, has come in and really over the last two years, in, in my opinion, has really reshaped the mentality and the fundamentals of that offensive line, and he's done an incredible job, and so um, between him and, and the the senior in that group, I give those guys a lot of credit because they're taking a lot of pride in, in really re-reevaluating and re reestablishing the standard of offensive line play.
1: Well I know I don't have to tell you, but I, I think Saturday's perfect. 230 kick, in my opinion, is the best kick time. It looks like we're finally going to have good weather in central Iowa on a on a home game Saturday. A really good team coming to town. And I love just the, the month of October too. You're gonna you're gonna kick off a day by the time the game's over, it's probably going to be night. I think this place is going to be sold out. So, soak it up, man. Clones are 3-1, and one and you guys are rolling. Best of luck. Well, we appreciate it, and we'll need this great fan base. It's going to take all of us on Saturday. But uh, appreciate everything, and go Cyclones. All right, Iowa State head coach Matt Campbell here on 1460 KXNO.